When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. One in four, our new hours, uh, the iHeartRadio podcast is available at the iHeartRadio app and also KFIAM640.com. In about 15 minutes, you will hear another keyword. That's what you need to go and enter at the website to a chance to win $1,000 from KFI. Periodically, we uh, zero in on a case of somebody who's about to be paroled after committing a terrible murder. And this one is Damian Matthew Guerrero. He was convicted in 2008 for fatally shooting an 18-year-old woman by the name of Kelly Bullwinkle in a Redlands Orange Grove. That happened in September of 2003. This is not the first time he's been up for parole. Uh, He was not underage at the crime, uh, at the time of the crime. But uh, again, it's because it looks like he reached some sort of a plea deal. Because the jury, the jury came close to convicting him in March 2005, but deadlocked on first-degree murder. 11 to 1. Yeah. One idiot hung up the jury. So Guerrero eventually pled guilty to second-degree murder with an enhancement for using a gun. He got 15 years to life. Which means he's up for parole every few years, and that's every where we are years, now. Every few years, apparently so. So the family and friends have had to fight this, and uh, Kelly's mother was doing that for a while, but uh, unfortunately... She passed away in 2014 at the age of 54. There's Diana Bullwinkle. Uh, so it's been, uh, and she was a petty officer in the U.S. Coast Guard. So uh, we're now going to talk to friends who have taken up the cause to try to deny this man parole once again. And our guest is Rob McDermott. Rob, how are you? 
I'm doing real good, John. Ken, thank you for uh, having us on and calling attention to this. This was a particularly brutal murder of Kelly. Can you tell our listeners, as best you understand it, what happened? Um, Absolutely. Basically, um, Damien and uh, Kinsey Nordman, the two of them had a friendship. They uh, basically got into um, a friend relationship with Kelly. She really didn't fit in. She didn't know a lot of people out here. She put her trust in the two of them, and they betrayed that trust, as obviously you know. They developed a a degree of, uh, I want to say, some kind of a a pseudo-goth dark side, which wasn't true. None of that was actually, you know, factual in any way. And they preyed on her. Um, They acted like they were her friends. And the end game, according to a lot of friends and a lot of people that knew uh, that dynamic, their goal was to eventually harm her and do something to her. And obviously they did. Um, That's pretty much how it came about. So they were all about the same age back then. Yeah, they all were in the same. They were all in the same age group. They were all peripheral friends of a real goth group there that had nothing to do with this. They there was a TV special that actually portrayed Damien as some kind of a, a goth Svengali when in reality uh, he was just a, a nerd hanger on that the goth, the real goth culture hated. His nickname was Waffle. Okay. <laughs> he had, he, he wasn't anything that he was portrayed. And basically that fiction we believe helped lead to his parole um, being granted the first time we fought this back in 2019. Unfortunately, our letter writing and the uh, attention that was put towards it got Governor Newsom to actually step forward personally, and he denied that parole. And fortunately, the parole board since then have been denying it. But this guy keeps coming up year after year instead of, you know, spaces. Let's talk about the crime itself. So Damian Guerrero and his friend uh, Kinsey Nordman. Yes. They're the ones who killed Kelly Bullwinkle. How did they kill? Yes, they did. Well, what they did was they dug a grave the day before up in Live Oak Canyon, which is a remote area here in Redlands. They tricked her into coming along with them as some kind of an adventure. They both knew that she had a fear of being buried alive. This was something she talked about more than once, and obviously she shared it with her supposed intimate friends. They took her up into the canyon. They scared her made a bunch of threats to her, and they shot her multiple times in the head. Then they put her in the shallow grave they dug. They covered it up with a couch and garbage, and they took her Mazda to the Ontario Mills Mall. They went to dinner and a movie. Conveniently enough, they were asked about the crime and asked about any kind of disappearance. These two actually went out, talked to Kelly's mom, Diana Bullwinkle, and wound up attending candlelight vigils and handing out flyers as if they were actually concerned, all the while knowing what they had done. About a month later, three paintball uh, players up in the canyon, it's a common spot, smelled something that just wasn't right. They moved the couch because uh, their understanding they were going to use it as kind of a fort for their game, and they found the decomposed body that had been compromised by animals in the area. Oh, God, the animals and, dug it up. Uh, well, that's the understanding. I, I got to take a look at some of the um, the records and some of the information that the L.A. Times dug up during Kinsey's uh, follow-up trial. 
and I talked to some of the folks that were up there. Um, Redlands is a small community. It's very tight, and the details weren't necessarily hidden. And the, the challenge with this is they've tried to make it seem as if it was some kind of an accident, and Damien, of course, has tried to blame Nordman when it, it's absolutely not true. He had a gun that he'd purchased. He loaded the gun with the intent of going up there to use it. Um, there is no... There is no absolute no way that he was in any way a follower of Nordman or some kind of a uh, a puppet in her control. It was clearly both of them. They were entrenched in Natural Born Killers, the movie that was actually put out, um, you know, by Ridley Scott and his group. Yeah. And they, you know, they even had and bought matching snake rings just like the two main characters in the movie. So they had no remorse. This was planned out. And that that girl, an 18-year-old girl who trusted these people, spent the last three to four seconds of her life absolutely terrified. And they killed her and went out to a movie. And what would entitle did. him to parole? Because the crime well, it is... It says in the story he was considered a youth offender because he was 19, meaning parole exactly. commissioners have to assess how much Guerrero has matured during his time in prison. All right, but the crime itself was especially vicious. Taking turns, shooting her in the head, and burying her in a grave? I mean, that's that... That's pre-dug. Your pre-dug grave, so there, there's... Well, that's why even Newsom denied him parole. This so. is premeditated. So what, what, what did these, these idiots on the parole board, what is it they saw in him? Uh, basically, they didn't read through the case file. Um, the cover letters that are in there, these parole bureau, the way I understand it, the parole boards do deal with a lot of these different cases, and they literally just scanned it. I mean, his whole thing, uh, as far as I'm reformed, well, he's taken some mail-order courses and gotten a couple of degrees um, while he's been in prison, and he has tried to paint it forward that, uh, you know, he's a good guy, he's done everything right, and couple that with the fact that it was a second-degree murder, um, these people just didn't dig deep enough. After uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, he really went after him. I mean, you know, they, there was a part where, you know, we were surprised, to be honest. I mean, usually any governor uh, doesn't really step in, but he read through it. And his own opinion was the parole board did not dig deep enough because you turn three pages, all of a sudden you don't see what a good guy this killer is. You yeah. suddenly learn yeah. what he did. All right, so, so his, uh, his parole hearing is for January, well, January 31st. 31st, the end of the month, yeah. Yeah. Right. What do you and, want people uh, to do? Well, we want people to go to our change.org site. It has all the contact information. All they have to do is um, type in Kelly Bullwinkle or Damian Guerrero. It automatically comes up on the search. Um, it's very basic as far as that. Uh, the, the actual URL is very long. Um, when we got it, we put it up originally in 2018, and change.org won't let us change the URL now. So if they just type in those keywords, they'll have it. We've been in contact with uh, Jacqueline Rodriguez, the public affairs officer over at the district attorney in San Bernardino. Um, she's given us his current inmate number. All that information is actually on the change.org site. And we definitely want anybody and everybody, anybody from California, Anybody, you don't have to be a Redlands resident, can write in all the contact information to the governor's office and to the parole board is there. Um, type in the keywords on Google. You guys will, everybody out there and your listeners will learn all about what these people did to this girl. All right, Rob, thank you so much for coming on and please keep us updated. 
Um, we absolutely will. And John and Ken, thank you very much for helping us in this. All right, All right we'll keep Rob, on top of this. Rob McDermott on to try to stop the parole of a killer named Damian Guerrero who murdered Kelly Bullwinkle uh, almost 20 years ago. A young woman, she was just 18 years old and horribly murdered by two men, one of them looking again to get out of prison with another parole hearing at the end of the month. The keyword is next. John and Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, for too long, we were covering stories involving little boys that were murdered, often at the hands of their mother and some kind of live-in boyfriend. One case was the actual parents. Uh, the one that's in the news today is because the trial has started. Back in 2018, a little 10-year-old boy by the name of Anthony Avalos was murdered in Lancaster. The killers, and I'm already going with guilt, Heather Maxine Barron, his mother, and her boyfriend, Kareem Ernesto Leva. The trial started today, even though this story is almost five years old. Here's one thing. In May of 2021, hmm, the Los Angeles County DA's office reversed course and announced it would no longer seek the death penalty against the pair. Mm. I wonder who was in that office then? Who was the DA? Yeah, who took over? George Gascon, of course. They should be on death row. Not that we execute anybody anyway, but there But they should be on death row fearing it. Plus, I think if you get on death row, you can't get parole. Now, even though they're saying the maximum life of prison without the possibility of parole of convicted, I just don't believe that. No, I I I don't anymore either. They find a way around that every time. So if you forgot what they did, this is terrible. Uh, They slammed him onto the bedroom floor. They whipped him with a belt and cord. They poured hot sauce into his mouth, and they wouldn't let him use the bathroom. I can give you what came out of court today in opening statements. This uh, Anthony was forced to kneel on uncooked dry rice on a concrete floor every day for so long he would often bleed on the rice. The damage to his knees was the worst one child abuse expert had ever seen. While he was kneeling, a vacuum cord was used to strike him repeatedly all over the body. He was forced to hold weights, books, or bricks over his head for extended periods of time. Food and water often withheld. Other times he would be force-fed peanut butter and hot sauce. He'd be locked in his room with no bathroom access. His face was rubbed in a urine-soaked carpet. Between the two of them, Baron and Leva, I didn't know this. They had 12 children, though not all of them lived in this household. 12? Their kids were sometimes forced to fight each other, including chokeholds that left them gasping for breath. But now I want to get to the worst part. Anthony graduated from fourth grade on June 7th, 2018. He was subject to abuse and torture every single day for two consecutive weeks, say prosecutors. On June 18th, one of the children reported seeing Leva pinning Anthony by the neck against the wall. He let go and Anthony's body, appearing lifeless, fell to the floor. The impact made a loud noise. They tried to revive him, but he remained unconscious. The prosecutors said that Anthony was left unmoving on the floor for two days before they called police. Can you imagine that? An EMT who responded to the home said that he had no pulse, he had multiple abrasions, cigarette burns, and was so malnourished his ribs were visible through his skin. He was rushed to a hospital in full cardiac arrest. They were able to restore a pulse. He was then airlifted to another hospital but pronounced dead on June 21st, 2018. He He was so severely dehydrated his kidneys had shut down. He had no chance of recovery. This is this he is would have the, had to have been on dialysis even if he recovered. This is the most extreme, violent, psychotic behavior. I mean, These I've just ever read about towards really a little boy. Psycho, what? sick people. How did they find each other? 
and 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 they picked on him. He was that happens sometimes, particularly with the male figure. There's just one usual male child that's not their biological own that they just act out on. And the other part you may have forgotten, the county child welfare officials had gotten dozens of reports for years, from 2013 to 2016. He was taken from the house for several months, and he was always returned. As long as everybody got in-home counseling. Yeah, they went to parenting classes. Remember that? Parenting classes? Right. Counseling, which was one of the great scams of our time. Counseling. This is when we concluded that they unbelievably just kept siding with the parents and tried to keep, quote, the family together at at all costs. Yeah, and these, these, these welfare, child welfare employees, what kind of sickness do they have? They knew about all this. Do you want to know what the defense said today? The defense, yeah. They will demonstrate reasonable doubt that their client intended to kill Anthony. See, they can't get out of the fact that he died in the home and that adults right. probably did this to him, but they're trying to make the case he, they did not you know, intentionally kill him. This, I, well, I don't know. Those rest, defense but, attorneys ought to die in hell. I mean, And now on. he's raising inconsistencies about medical evidence and the actual cause of death. No, are they going to say no. the kid took drugs and killed himself? No. Is that what they're going to try to say? No attorney should t- even take on this case. Seriously. No attorney should No, that should this couple this. should be abandoned. They yeah. should be left to rot somewhere. Like yeah. Rats eat at them. I, 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 I tell the judge no, and you can go sanction me, and I'll go get another line of work. I'm not doing this. This is too disgusting. But I don't you know whether it's a good s- thing or a bad thing, but this is a bench trial, so there's no jury. It's a judge who will yeah, make That's probably decision. a good thing. Generally, it probably is, because you ju- might get one look. juror that, like, oh, uh, they were doing their best. Well, what, what, what was the last they case? They had 12 kids. I mean. What was the last case we had? You don't know what he did what? to them. That he, uh, <laughs> th- that murderer? It was an 11 to 1 jury verdict. Who was, the, who was the one guy or the one woman who wouldn't convict him? Uh, what, I forget what case you're talking the, the, about. The last case we had uh, to uh, stop him from getting on parole was Guerrero. The one that the interview we oh, just oh, did. Oh, the, the one we just did. I thought yeah. you meant some case from a few weeks ago. No, no, oh. no. The one we just did. It was the, the reason that he's... Yes, they did deadlock with 11 to 1 and that's in favor why, of this murder of Kelly Bullwinkle. That's right. why he got second degree murder. He pleaded he, to he that charge. He made a plea deal, right. And he's got a chance for parole. If it was first degree murder and a life sentence, he'd have no chance for parole. I, I hate the jury system. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think this trial should be over pretty quickly, uh, uh, honestly, and these two should be given. Uh, I wish they were executed, but yeah, uh, we just have to put them in prison for a long time. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. A reminder that the Moist Line calls can be left either using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or calling the toll-free number. 1877 Moist 86 1877 664 7886. The Moist Line now heard during this hour on Friday, just two days away. Well, we got Ukraine news, but it's not of the usual kind. Obviously, there's still a war going on with Russia, and we talked yesterday at this time about that being one of the reasons, John, that the doomsday clock was moved closer to midnight. It's now only 90 seconds away. I heard another tick before. Well, it was from the earthquake overnight. Oh, yes. right. Yeah, sure. Yes, it moved a little bit closer because of the Malibu earthquake. That's, that's right. right. It was one second closer at Deborah's. That's house. another chance at Armageddon, right? If that we get the really big one and we just uh, split off from the country and float out to sea, we could all die. Yeah, that's what California deserves. They do. <laughs> then we would be our own country, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the story on Ukraine. There's two of them. 
Um, it's been a problem in that country for quite a while, uh, corruption. The deputy head of Ukraine's presidential office has quit. Uh, Kirillo Toymashenko. You have to read these names. They're, they're Eastern European nonsense to me. <laughs> it's like consonant mush. Wise. Yeah. Lots of wise. Yeah. No, uh, I Eastern Europeans don't believe in vowels. Tymoshenko. Uh, also quitting was the deputy defense minister, uh, Vyacheslav Shapovalov. Shapovalov. Uh, the reason that they quit is that they've been involved in, uh, well, embezzling funds, apparently. <laughs> uh, Western allies are pouring billions of dollars into Ukraine. Oh, and clearly, when that kind of aid comes, there are unscrupulous government bureaucrats right. who will get their hands on it. You're being redundant. Uh, <laughs> they had to strap these guys to a missile and shoot them to Moscow. Tymoshenko is under investigation for relating to his personal use of luxury cars. He also has uh, links uh, last September to the embezzlement of humanitarian aid worth more than $7 million. He stole the humanitarian aid. $7 Seven million. Seven million. What was that meant for food and blankets and shelter? Did he shelter? put that in offshore banks? What did he do with that? Okay. Oh, Ukraine is horrifically corrupt for decades, ever yes. since it split off from the Soviet Union. Same thing happened been... in, like, Afghanistan and Iraq. Oh, you know, the reason, the reason we're supporting this war is to try to keep Russia from rolling into the rest of Europe. It's not, it's not because the Ukrainian government has been worth saving. I mean, they've got, they've got this uh, comedian now who's uh, been acting as a good leader, but the history up Voldemir to this point, Zelensky? Yeah, Zelensky. And uh, who knows about him? Maybe we'll find that, out. Some dirty... people think he's corrupt too, but... Uh, now, Lozinski was relieved of his duties. Uh, he was receiving a $400,000 bribe for helping to fix contracts related to restoring infrastructure facilities which have been battered by Russian missiles. So Zelensky spoke to the nation and said, I want to be clear, there'll be no return to what used to be in the past when it comes to corruption. You could say uh, that, but... Uh... Ukraine wants to be part of the EU. Countries must meet a detailed host of economic and political conditions, including a commitment to the rule of law. And other democratic well, that's princes. why the Biden family was in there. That's why Trump was in there. It it was it was a free for all. Yeah, there, there were there weren't any laws. The the government officials were all uh, buying and selling uh, favors. Now the other Ukraine story is really fantastic, and it's it's a good story, I guess. Photos on the Facebook page of Ukraine's armed forces, their medical service, they show an X-ray. Of a grenade inside a serviceman's chest. Yes, a grenade. But apparently a couple of surgeons managed to get that grenade out of his body with none of them blowing up. And the injured soldier is now recovering. He got hit with the grenade and it lodged inside we his chest? Do, no, we do not know. The story I have, we still do not know how the grenade came to be lodged well, in his chest. He didn't swallow it, did he? That's a possibility. That he ate it? Swallowed it. Swallowed ate it. Ate it implies he chewed it. That probably would have set it off. I don't know. It, it, there's a picture of the surgeon holding the grenade. It's like a small, it's a pretty small device. It almost looks like a salt shaker, metal salt shaker. Uh, so he, he got hit and it didn't go off? It did not go off. Wow. But apparently they were able to remove the grenade from this man's chest. You, and again, the story says they don't know how it came to be lodged. If you were a surgeon, would you go in and do that surgery? 
Or, grenades can be fired. This particular grenade called a VOG grenade can be fired at distance of up to 400 meters or 0.2 miles. Right. So you're right. It may have just had a hit right into his chest like a bullet, right. but, but didn't explode. But when you get the call, hey, we got a guy with a grenade in his chest. We need you in surgery. I know. You're not uh, taking that call. No, you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You seem to have trouble with the line. I can't hear you. His name is Andril Verba. He's the surgeon who's holding the grenade after the surgery. I take it that at that point they must have disarmed it. I would think so. But usually grenades have some mechanism, right, to explode them. Or Well, sure. Well, you pull the... I guess this was a, a grenade that they shot out of this a This looks weapon. like a more modern grenade. It's like Not a one that you, you, you pull the pin yeah, and, and you roll right. it. It's also and... shot from a projectile, right? Yeah, wow. Right. Uh, that's... that's uh... Uh... All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. KFI is giving you a chance to win a two-night stay at Southern California's premier oceanfront destination, Terranea Resort. Breathtakingly situated on 102 acres atop the Palos Verdes Peninsula with endless views of the Pacific Ocean. If you win, you will stay in an ocean view suite. You'll play a round of golf for two at the Lynx and have dinner at Catalina Kitchen. You can unwind at Terranea's award-winning spa and wellness center, lounge by one of their four ocean view pools, or dine at their eight distinctive on-site restaurants. Go to Terranea.com and learn more about the result. And visit KFI AM640 on Instagram and enter to win a stay at this luxury resort that's right here at home and feels like it's a million miles away. I dare you without looking to spell Terranea. Without looking? Well, yeah, that would be the idea of it. <laughs> Without looking. I thought he repeats the question to stall for time. Uh, but you know what? You should listen to the John and Ken show on the podcast if you can't listen during the three live hours we're doing now. At the two o'clock hour, we had Carl DeMaio on from Reform California. The place you need to go is stopthemileagetax.com. His organization is really putting together an effort to stop the California mileage tax. So they want to do a pilot program in San Diego. They've already done pilot programs, but to do a countywide one, like they're thinking in San Diego, that would be the door opening. So get on board with reform. California help stop this. Stop the mileage Well, the PETA people strike again. They're asking the San Francisco board of supervisors to rename a street in the city, either temporarily or permanently. What is the name of the street? Wool Street. W-O-O-L. They would like it to now be called Vegan Wool Street. <laughs> they sent the letter ends. to the supervisor for the district. Uh, they made the case that sheep are highly intelligent, unique individuals. They do feel happiness, joy, pain, fear, and loneliness. Uh-huh. And they value their friends, family, and lives. Yeah. Now, we're not killing them. We're taking their wool, right? But they think it's also horrible to have these, to make them into wool-producing machines. Uh Every single one of PETA's exposés of the global wool industry, including over 100 wool operations on four continents, has revealed the sheep are subject to severe systemic abuse. If there's anything cuter than a little woolly lamb, is there? Oh, no. I mean, there's a picture here of two little lambs hanging out by their mama and... I remember when I went to New Zealand, we went to a wool farm. Sorry about that, Peter, but we did. In Ireland, too. Yeah, they do a demonstration. 
Yeah. Didn't look like they were in pain or abused. They're just no. kind of standing there. They're just getting haircuts. That's all. They then you their- do see the occasional story, and they're a hoot. Uh, the the sheep that has managed to avoid being sheared for like years, they hide somewhere, and <laughs> you see the coat on it. You're like, oh my god! It's like a homeless guy. <laughs> it's like out of control. It's gotten a haircut. Uh, I I. It says here that they want to introduce people to uh, vegan wool. Uh, They're made using seaweed, soy, hemp, coconut fiber, and other organic materials. You know, I'm not going to wear a seaweed sweater. Why is it always like this? (laughs) Why do vegans have always always have these weird substitutes? You don't know until you try it. It might smell like the ocean. Here's a seaweed (laughs) sweater. Yeah, that's going to be comfortable. And everything's made of hemp, too. Everything is uh, soy, uh, coconut fibers. It's not. It's not harmful to uh, shave wool off a sheep. What else are they going to do with it? Otherwise, wouldn't it get too heavy if there's too many years go by and they haven't been sheared? They'll sure. just walk around like a big. And they'll just probably tip over. They'll tip over. They're just too wide and too uh, too woolly. Uh, I like this. The the bureaucrat that they contacted in San Francisco told the Chronicle, "Yes, I got their letter. That's about all they." <laughs> Like that. Yeah, we got the letter. They're offering them uh, 10 free wool, uh, vegan wool coats. <laughs> and Oh, it's a female woman. Yeah. Uh, what's what's her name? Ronan. Hil- Hil- Hillary Ronan. She said, um, as someone who cares deeply about animals, I appreciate the request, but we're in a deficit budget and have other priorities. Than changing a street. But it says here Peter would pay for it. My office is addressing life or death issues every day, and now is not the time for symbolic statements. Therefore, I will not be pursuing it. Yeah, what about the homeless like, drug addicts in your neighborhood? Yeah, wish, wish uh, she'd be really strong on that. Yeah, really. But so Peter was told to buzz off. Conway, uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Hey, we got uh, Fred Rogan coming on with us. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but Fred Rogan is leaving... Sports and retiring and then moving to Vail, Colorado. Is that right? I don't know. But he's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't Why know. Why would you you're say ma- that? You're well, making an announcement. Because he's he, it was announced last night on Channel 4 that he's leaving NBC, but I don't know what he's doing. Oh, I don't know where he's he going. Well, that's get... the point of you having him on, but don't that's make right. an announcement if you don't know it to be true. Well, he's moving to Vail. See, again, this is our show, so he says what he wants. Okay. Is he staying on uh, the radio? He's, the he hall? loves radio. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's staying with uh, Rodney. Rodney and, uh, and Rogan. Oh, so he's going to stay on 5 That's right. That's he, right. He's not going on a station in Vail. That's right. Oh, that's okay. Right. He right. may not even go into Vail. Maybe, um, maybe we should interview him. Yeah, that's possible, uh, right? Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and then uh, uh, Steve Garvey's coming on. I mean, uh, Steve Gregory. Steve Garvey. <laughs> well, they're pretty closely. Uh, <laughs> Gregory was quite the ball player. You're having cocktails early now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, look at you. You have to get it all in before four. <laughs> that's great. Well, look, it's it's early for me. Right. You it know, is. I, You're I still adjusting, I, aren't you? I, I'm still Your uh, happy hour got disrupted. I, I'm, I'm walk, I, I drive home. I'm like, why is that place still open? It's 1030. I'm like, no, it's not for no, it's seven um, and then the earthquake. Did you guys feel it? I didn't. We, we I did. You did. Yeah. Deborah Mark freaked out, and I. She, she had it. a nervous breakdown. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh no, she yeah. did. She was cuddling her dogs in bed. Oh no, really? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. I heard nothing. I slept. Through yeah, it. I slept through it too. And Burbank's. I, I don't know. If people don't know this. But one of the reasons I moved to Burbank is the whole city's on rollers. <laughs> so we don't feel anything. I didn't know that. Yeah, they put the whole city in the 70s on rollers. <laughs> you so. really have a lot today. So Fred Rogan's moving to Vail, and Burbank is on rollers. <laughs> well, okay. these are the things you learn. <laughs> that's right. That's today's news headline. Well, as Alec, uh, Alex... Still the uh, John and Ken show, unfortunately. That's right, that's right. As Alex uh, Michelson said, 
the the uh, the nice thing about listening to the show is you try to figure out what I'm lying about. <laughs> yes. And how dare he say that? You know, how that's a good game. That's true. What the hell did that's Tim Conway Jr. Play. say? <laughs> it's like, is he serious here or is he kidding? That's right. Yeah. That's right. You never know. And John Elway's coming back to play for the Broncos. <laughs> wow, that's a real. Oh, did you man. hear that, Duke of Sports? That's yeah, a big. I mean, news. Russell Wilson did have a very crappy year, <laughs> but no, that's yeah, what well, you never know. That's right. That's one of the examples in the FCC when we do our our uh, you know online tutoring. That's yeah. one of the things you can say online and not get in trouble for. Is that John Elway's coming back to the Broncos? That's right. That that uh, sort of it's not harmful. It's not harmful. I mean, yeah. I couldn't say that there's a guy you know with about to blow up something right. in, in a certain yeah. area. I would get in trouble for that. But you yeah. can't say John Elway's coming back to the Broncos. All right, it's good no, to know. No, when Dwight Eisenhower is going to be president again. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the and the uh, the uh, the we're ninety seconds ninety seconds till midnight uh, yeah. with the doomsday clock, Doomsday. which is so such a, a crap. Uh, in 1968, it was 17 minutes, where you had assassinations, Since, you had the war yeah, going wars, on in Vietnam, right. the Tet Offensive. The Cold War and the Vietnam right. What is it? There's 10 Nobel Prize winners on that committee? Oh, yes, I don't know. That, that's, who, that, that's yes, right. That's are. John's there, right. Yeah. There are 10 Nobel Prize winners. They're laureates, and th- I think, This is what they're doing now. It's hard. They're it's working hard. on the doomsday clock. Of course, that's Moving it, it up a second, how, uh, down a second. Weak right. we've become insensitive and, oh, we're all going to die. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, Conway's next. Ding dong. With Fred Rogan. Yeah. Fred Rogan. Ding dong. Double ding, ding dong. dong with Michael Crozier is the news. Come on. Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.